Welcome back into Husker Game Day. I'm Jessica Cootie. It's time now for our Corn Husker conversation. This week, I sat down with wide receiver Billy Kemp. Kemp, who leads the Huskers in receiving yards and receptions, also has a pair of touchdowns. And Matt Rule said this week the Huskers have got to get him the ball more. The senior transfer from Virginia earned a single digit, a goal he came to Nebraska with to wear number one. To honor his former teammate, Lavelle Davis Jr., who is one of the three Virginia football players who tragically lost their lives last November in an on-campus shooting. Here's my conversation with Billy Kemp. How was the bye week for this team? Uh, I think it was great. You know, um, went six weeks and, you know, uh, a really good time for us to reset for the second half of our season. You know, winning a Big Ten, a conference game on the road, you played a lot of football. How good was it for this team coming off, you know, the, the loss to Michigan to bounce back in that way, to be able to celebrate in the locker room after that one? Yeah, I know we have a resilient team here. So, um, you know, just how we were going to respond that next week after Michigan. And now uh, our focus is not being a team that just responds, but, you know, can come out and start fast and, you know, uh, handle business like we did last week. When you see the defense get that goal line stand there to start the game, what did that do for the entire team? Man, it was huge. Uh, you know, we've been talking big a lot about uh, complimentary football, and, you know, that was just uh, – you know, the first play that really set it off for us. And, uh, you know, it was a great, great play for the defense. Vision kind of midway through the season, and I know it's, it's a grind. So how good was it to, to and I know this, this coaching staff's about rest and recovery and all of that. How good was it to have that kind of weekend to, to reset? It was great. You know, I think it really helped everybody, every position group. You know, we've had a few injuries these past few weeks. So, you know, uh, letting our you know, older guys kind of get some rest and, you know, really take care of their body. And then, you know, a good time for the younger guys to get some reps in and really catch up. So uh, I feel like it was a great time. And, you know, the coaches had a great plan for us going into that bye week. So I'm thankful for them. You got a chance to watch a lot of football. I you did. don't get a chance to do that, right? I do not. I got to watch some NFL games, had some friends playing yesterday. So, yeah, I'm a football guy. So, uh I just love the game. Uh, like I said, I have a lot of friends now that uh, are on different teams. So, you know, I really enjoy just watching them play. Uh, I know I had like four former teammates on one team now. So, you know, it's just cool to see like guys that you know playing beside each other now and, you know, making plays. So, You said you're a football guy. Football guy. Where does that love for the game come from? I think it starts with like my grandpa, my dad, my uncle, just, you know, all the, all the men in my family play football and love football, love to watch football. I think it's a connector for us. So um, I think that's where it really started from, just me being young and watching it with my family. So what do they think of watching you play on Saturdays now? Man, they love it. Uh, you know, I try to make them happy every Saturday. Uh, try to go out there and do the best I can because I'm playing for them as well. So. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's great to see, and, you know, it means a lot to me to be able to uh, go out there for them. So how did you get to the point from where you're watching it as a fan to thinking, oh, I could be able to do that myself? Um, ever since I remember, football was what I wanted to do. So uh, I think it was probably when I was like three, three years old, I knew I wanted to play football. So uh, it really started after dinner, me and my dad, he would throw me routes until his arm got tired every every night after dinner. And then I guess, I think that's really where the love from came from for me, like catching the ball and, you know, just having the ball in my hands. That's awesome, so always a receiver then. I started off at running back in corner, but 
you know, I always had hands, so I yeah. always could catch. That's awesome. So um, take me back to when you decided to transfer, what went into that decision and how you landed on Nebraska? Um, you know, the biggest thing that went into that decision was the coaching staff here. Uh, I feel like their plan for this team and their plan for me aligned perfectly for what me and my family had talked about before we even went into this transfer process. So uh, I think that was the biggest thing, you know, coming into uh, somewhere with great coaching and uh, understands where I want to go and has a plan for me and the team and uh, knows what it takes to get to that next level. And um, yeah, it's, you know, there's no place like Nebraska. So, you know, when I came here, it was just a whole different world to me. How much did you know about Nebraska before you got here? Uh, powerhouse school for, you know, football back in the day. But other than that, from the East Coast, I didn't know too much. <laughs> so who was primarily, when you talk about the coaches and the relationships that you built, who was that and, and what was the messaging that really sold you, I guess? Uh, mainly Coach Rule and Coach Satterfield. Uh, you know, I've had a f uh, former friends play for Coach Satterfield and Coach Rule, so, you know, just talking to them about their experiences with them. Um, my time being here, I found out that they're very trustworthy guys. You know, uh, I can like talk to them man to man. And you know, that's something that was really big for me, just being able to communicate openly uh, from me to the staff and from the staff to me. So I feel like that's one of the biggest things I've noticed since being here. So when you get here and, and knowing that this you had a lot of young guys on offense especially. What was your approach to being able to come in and establish yourself and be that kind of leader that they needed, on, especially on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, you know, just first coming in here, I just wanted to show everybody that, you know, I'm, I'm here for the team and I'm willing to work and do whatever needs of me for the team. Uh, so, uh, you know, now I can kind of bring more energy, kind of talk more, uh, have more of a voice. And that's what I'm working on at this moment. But, you know, first coming in, I just wanted to show everybody that, you know, I can play um, here. I'm a team guy and, you know, I'm here to work. So then uh, what do you think, what were you doing that when you start talking about the, those single digits and, and it's a team vote and it's, um, I know, really important to this program. What do you think you were doing that was standing out that guys wanted to vote for you to, to wear one of those single digits? Um, I think I just came in every day and you know my head down ready to work and I think uh, I think the guys saw that I thank them for seeing that and uh, seeing my hard work because you know I really did come in every day looking to work so uh, I think that was just one of the biggest things. What, what do you remember about being told about the potential to wear a single digit you've worn four but when what do you remember about that potential being something that you could earn? Um, so under Mendenhall, he kind of did a draft process as well where you had to earn your number. Um, so I was kind of familiar with the process. Uh, I didn't know too much about, you know, the process coming in, but I went through it before. So I was, you know, all heads in and, you know, um, it was important for me, the main things, because I wanted to wear number one for my friend Lavelle Davis. but. Uh, I think that's just what made it so special is, you know, I set set out for that goal before the year or before I went anywhere. Once it happened, like to wear number one, uh, you know, I decided Nebraska and find out you have to earn the number. So like, I don't know, I think at the end when I earned the number, it just kind of made it all more special 
knowing that, you know, I set that out for myself. And then uh, just looking through all the work that it took to end up to accomplishing it. Um, I think that was the best part about that experience. What immediately went through your head when they said you get to wear a single digit? Just thanks. Um, you know, grateful. Uh, a lot of prayer went into it, a lot of hard work. So, you know, it was just, just relief, happiness, a whole bunch of emotions. It was a great, great feeling. How much did you think about Lavelle? Uh, that was my goal for, before I got here. So, you know, I think he was smiling up there for me. So just, just happy to, you know, make him proud. So for those that don't know, let's go back. I mean, a, almost a year ago, uh, when you get that news that, you know, the tragedy that struck your teammates, that they had been shot and killed, uh, what, what was the reaction? How hard was that to, to go through to hear that news? Uh, you know, it was one of the hardest things ever. It was heartbreaking. Uh, a lot of confusion, a lot of unknowing, you know, just a lot of things up in the air when you first get news like that you're not you're not really sure who was all who was all there and you know different things so it's a lot of emotions and uh you know uh, it's just a hard time yeah tell us about Lavelle what he was like I was reading up on him a little bit and, and he seemed like gosh he did a lot in the community and just wanted to make the world a better place but as a teammate as a brother what was he like tell us about him yeah well um he was a God-fearing man kept God first in his life uh, family-oriented, hard worker, uh, brought energy and like a beautiful smile to everywhere he went. Uh, you know, he was 6'8", six, 6'7", six, so he stood out, but uh, it was hard to miss him with that smile on his face. So, you know, he was just a, uh, man, just a hard worker, an angel on here on earth that got taken too early. Um, yeah, sad, you know, pray for him and his family every day, but... Yeah, he was a great guy. So why did you want to wear number one for him? Um, well, Devin Chandler and Lavelle Davis were in my receiver room with me. And um, Devin wore 15. So uh, during the process of trying to earn a number, I wore 15 here uh, to honor Devin. And then, uh, you know, I just wanted to do something for both of them. Uh, I know Lavelle really wanted to wear that number, number one, uh, his junior year, because his sophomore year he tore his ACL in spring ball. So, you know, just watching him go through that process, work, and then earn his number, uh, you know, it was inspirational to me, even though I was older at the time, you know. Um, it was just something great to see. And then, you know, when they first got to school with me, uh, I just felt like I was kind of older in the room already. Um, you know, I just felt like I had a lot to do with helping them along, um, you know, helping them within the playbook, extra routes, catches, you know, whatever it may be. So uh, they had a big impact on my life, whether they knew it or not. And, you know, I just wanted to, you know, just keep their legacy alive and let them live through me and just let me, you know, just keep, keep their legacy living. How much of it is a reminder when you put on that number one? I mean, what, what kind of honor and remembrance do you hope to bring to him? Man, everything he should have been, could have been, you know, just want to play the, the game how he would want it to be played the hardest, you know, never want to leave anything out on the field. Just, I see it every, every day when I put it on my chest, it's close to my heart. So, you know, just, you know, trying to dedicate this to him. 
Have you had any conversations with his family about wanting to wear that one and, and that you picked that number for him? Of course. I texted his mom as soon as I found out I was coming here and I took my commitment picture with all the jerseys and I told her before I even committed here that I was going to wear it for him. So, uh, you know, just going back into that process of me finally earning it, all those things that went into it just made the moment surreal. It's just, you know, just one way I could show that, you know, I'm a man of my word and, you know, I, I love their son like my brother, so. What do you take away from something like this? It's so tragedy. I mean, what, what's the reminder? What kind of reminder do you get to how to live every day knowing that, you know, some your teammates that you love so dearly that were taken so soon? Um, can it serve as a daily reminder, I guess, on, on maybe to live life to the fullest? Yeah, of course. You know, just like Coach always says, any place you go should be a better place. I feel like that's what they did when they went places. You know, they brought energy, smiles, happiness. I know Devin was a dancer, so he was dancing everywhere. Uh, you know, just that energy, just the, the joy of, you know, waking up every day when everybody doesn't get the chance to. You know, it's just something that we take for granted and something that, you know, everybody should really just remember, like, any day could be your last day. So live every day to the fullest. It's crazy you mention that because I do, I noticed that on the sideline you seem to be just full of joy and having so much fun. Uh, how much are you taking each day like that? I mean, are you trying to do that? Are you trying to bring that to this team? Yeah, I'm definitely trying to bring this that to this team. But you know, every day it's hard. It gets hard. You know, some days. But you know, you just gotta be persistent and you know uh, have somebody beside you when. You might not have it that day. They can give you a little nudge and be like, come on, I got you today. So, you know, it's always good to have somebody by your side and bring that energy. You talked about uh, no place like Nebraska. How much have you loved being a Husker and, and wearing this uniform? Well, I loved every, every moment of it so far. I can't wait for these next eight weeks. What's it been like on the sideline when you take in this crowd for the first time and, and the night lights, the light show, and then just the tunnel walk, all of it? What's What's that been like for you, that process? Unbelievable. I love it. Uh, the light show is my favorite in the tunnel walk. Just dapping up the little kids and stuff is probably always puts a smile on my face. So it's been amazing. Yeah, I definitely see why it's known and why they have all the hype they have because there's definitely no place like Nebraska. And it's just different to see it firsthand. I love it. All right, let's circle back to this week. Got a couple more for you. Um, you know, what's What's the mindset, of the mentality of this team going forward? Um, you know, Coach Will is talking about one game at a time just this week. How are you pro approaching this week against Northwestern? Yeah, uh, you know, just canceling out all the outside noise and focusing on us going 1-0 this week. Um, last week, we really focused on ourselves. you know, doing a deep dive into ourselves, And uh, I feel like that was very helpful. And, you know, coming into this week, I feel like we know exactly what we need to attack. So just coming out and attacking. You know, it was devastating for this team to lose Marcus Washington. How much as a wide receiver room are you trying to rally together and, and uh, play for him and next man up in that, in that room? Yeah, uh, definitely sad to see Marcus go down. Uh, you know, prayers up for him, but you know, uh, it's just part of the game, part of the game that you hate to see. But uh, yeah, it doesn't mean we can lose a step. We can't can't let any drop-off happen, so, you know, we're in the receiver room grinding, uh, you know, who's next? Somebody has to step up. What step does the offense need to take this week? 
Uh, I think we just have to protect the ball. Uh, it all starts with just protecting the ball, you know, five points of ball security. And, you know, I think the rest will handle itself. Thanks so much to Billy Kemp for sitting down with us this week and sharing his story. The Cornhusker Conversation is brought to you by Teammates Mentoring Program. Be there for a student in your local school by going to teammates.org. Hi, Oscar Nation. This is Tom Osborne. Thank you for supporting Nebraska football and going through these gates for the last 100 years. Also, thank you for supporting teammates for the last 32 years. Appreciate all of you guys very much. Thank you.